Hello, and welcome to another podcast of Knock on Wood. My name is Margaret, and I am here to report on the political and societal topics that interest me. I am not here to share my opinion, but more so gather as much information that I can on a certain topic and share that with the world. Just a quick disclaimer, all of the research that I gather for each topic is from a credible source or study. I am not here to share false information. Ultimately, my goal is to learn more about the world that I am growing up in and to share my acquired knowledge with others. For this podcast topic, I am going to discuss Instagram. More specifically, how Instagram has transitioned from a social media app to a playground for political campaigns and a new platform for just about anyone to voice their opinions about the world problems, of course, while still maintaining a social account. This idea sparked my interest after seeing dozens of people that I follow post an Instagram story regarding the crisis in Sudan. In a nutshell, numerous people stumbled upon an Instagram account that promised a free meal to to a Sudanese child if they gave their account a shout out on their own Instagram story. When I saw this, I couldn't help but question if this account was tied to a certain charity or corporation that could afford over a million likes worth of meals to children in Sudan, or how they would send the meals in the middle of a crisis within a matter of days. I witnessed a variety of people, from famous celebrities to people I went to school with, blindly post this account on their Instagram stories without any awareness of the source of the account. Of course, numerous posts had gone viral before this. For instance, a plant a tree campaign, or even the Bill Nye the Science Guy yelling at viewers to address the climate crisis. It seems as though anyone could be an activist, donator, or reporter on Instagram, and politicians soon caught on to this. After the 2016 election, politicians have used Instagram ultimately to connect with young people. According to the Financial Times, politicians who connect strongly with younger generations post more campaign material over their Instagram pages. Such as Congresswoman Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, who told her 3.9 million followers that she would be using the app more after she was elected. With more than 600 million accounts worldwide, people can post photos, comment and like, share stories, and watch Instagram TV videos. Our own President Trump holds around 13.9 million followers, where he posts a series of videos and photos about his work. The Economic Times has even claimed that the so-called Instapolitics is on the rise because unlike other forms of social media, politicians are able to create their own brand or aesthetic which can make their campaign more appealing to millennials and Generation Z. The Economic Times concluded that Instagram now has the potential to make or break a young person's support of a candidate. This can be seen as scary yet a helpful tool to any campaign. However, the following sources that I mentioned before emphasize the importance of making sure accounts are verified before following them or sharing any of their posts. Things can go airy when users choose their politicians based only on their social media accounts. After the fake Sudanese children account was discovered, I have taken additional precautions when posting anything news or charity related. Millennials and Gen Zers like seeing a more personal side to our candidates and connecting with the world's problems. And there's no harm in that. However, there is potential harm when these accounts are treated as people's main news outlets. I've learned in this research that it is important to find a balance, and knock on wood, social media will be a helpful tool for relaying information to the public eye. Thank you for listening.